July 2019, podcast co-hosts Rob Susternino and Akiva Winokur traveled to Minneapolis, Minnesota to record an episode of their Wheel of Ideas-based podcast, Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. Before they left, they committed to recording an additional podcast in their hotel room with Alexander Chester, the co-host of Akiva's other podcast, 32 Fans. They called it The Sleepover Podcast. Sleepover Podcast promised to be a hard-hitting, scintillating episode, characterized by dark secrets and intimate revelations. Rob and Akiva have gone on the record stating that they recorded that episode, but ever since they returned from Minneapolis, they've refused to air it to the public. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever going to see the light of day. It might be, um, I don't know how many podcasts you have out there that have just been recorded and, and never aired, but I, Very I don't know. Few. Very I don't few. know. I'm not saying it will never air, but I, I don't think there's a air date uh, yeah. schedule. We had a sleepover mm-hmm. podcast, which will never hear the light of day. That's official. What happened during the Sleepover podcast? And why is Akiva so reluctant to let us hear it? We really had our highest of highs with the live show before ultimately getting to the lowest of lows with the Sleepover. I think Akiva was concerned about a lot of things that possibly could go wrong. I don't think he realized how they could end up going wrong for him. Over the last two months, my team and I have sat down with the attendees of the Sleepover podcast, along with Rob, Akiva, and Chester, to bring you the facts about exactly what happened in Minneapolis. Today, you'll hear from all 13 guests, as well as the co-hosts of the Sleepover podcast. We do the craziest stuff for this group of people, and what y'all are doing is just almost insane. I'm your host, Lindsay Wilson, and this is Sleep at the Wheel. The original idea for the Sleepover podcast emerged during a segment exploring potential wheel topics for a live show in Minneapolis. Robin Akiva had planned to add the live show to a roster of events during a guy's trip to Minnesota with Chester. Here are Akiva and Chester talking about where the original idea came from. So the origin of the Minnesota trip is, I think, one night at like 3 a.m., I thought, hey, I'm going to be on vacation for a month this summer with my family. I need to get away for a couple days. I wonder if the Mets are playing the Twins this summer, because I'm a Mets fan. My co-host on my podcast, 32 Fans, is a Twins fan, Alexander Chester. He's from Minnesota. And I figured there must be like a one in six chance that the Mets play in Minnesota this year. That would be a really fun road trip for us. Uh, just the two of us will go. We'll have a good time. And so I, I rolled out of bed and got my phone at like 3.30 a.m., checked my uh, I checked the Mets schedule, and lo and behold, in that one month I was away, the Mets were going to Minnesota for two games, and I sent Chester a message right then, and I said, hey, let's go to Minnesota this summer, and uh, we could go to two Met games, and we could record a couple podcasts by ourselves, and he said, oh, that sounds like fun, and we mentioned that we would go on a 32 Fans episode, and Rob said, hey, that's interesting, like, you think I could come? And we said, sure, and Rob got back to us and is like, yeah, Nicole's not into that idea. I don't think it's going to happen. So for a long time, it was just going to be me and Chester. And I don't know what changed in Rob's mind, but at some point he decided it sounded like fun. And uh, and Rob's like, hey, I'm in. 
Akiva, every summer, comes to America to visit his in-laws and his parents. And so the part of, that, of, the, part of the trip when they're in Florida with his in-laws, he obviously wants to find any excuse he can to get the hell out of there. And so Akiva looked at the, the, the twins' schedule, and he noticed that the twins were going to be hosting the Mets. And he said, why don't you and I fly to Minneapolis and go to the Twins-Mets games together? And so uh, we sort of mentioned that to some of our friends, and they sort of, the, the running joke among our friends was, I'm in, assuming it's not going to happen. But if it's actually happening, then I'm out. And then we mentioned it on the podcast while recording 32 Fans because, you know, uh, whether Akiva and I are talking on or off the podcast, we're usually having the same conversation. So we mentioned it on the podcast and a number of listeners said, hey, I would be interested in that I'd want to join. And, and one of those listeners who, who expressed that was Rob. So then once Akiva heard that Rob was in, he said, okay, so we're definitely going to do this. But then it was just going to be the three of us. But then again, once, once Rob got involved, then he turned it into a live episode and that, you know, one thing led to another and all of a sudden we had over 100 whatever people. While Rob and Akiva discussed potential ideas, the idea for a sleepover episode was pitched by longtime RHAP contributor Allie Lasher after her appearance on the Renap episode, MTV Dating Shows Are Trash. Here's the original pitch. Rob and Akiva have a Tony Vlaco style sleepover. So Rob and Akiva have a sleepover or slumber party. And there are several games you guys could play that are traditional sleepover games. And it would incorporate a couple, or at least one idea that you've said, like, isn't its own podcast. So you could play Hot Seat, which incorporates the questions that people want you to ask each other. They're like, Rob and Akiva have a first date. You could play Truth or Dare. You could play where you like you could prank mm. the listeners. You could prank a survivor. Should could, I just sleep whatever. in Akiva's hotel room with him and Chester in <laughs> oh, Minnesota? That'd be fun. And then just record this live uh, if it in comes the hotel up on the room. Reel. Yeah. The guys liked the idea. It seemed fun. But Rob wasn't sure it was right for the live show. So he took it in another direction. I was actually the one that said, well, I would do this one if it was in Akiva and Chester's hotel room and then just invite people that are around. I think that would be fun. I I would do that as like a podcast that would be in an intimate setting because I think that the idea of a sleepover podcast was telling stories and things that you would reveal in a smaller, more intimate setting, as opposed to one that was in front of an audience. And so there was talk of that when we got to Minneapolis, we would record that podcast one of the nights that we were there. And then after it was recorded, that would be something that would then appear on the wheel. With a tentative plan in place to record the episode in Minneapolis, Next, they had to get Chester on board. Akiva decided, for some reason, which I don't understand, that that he and I had to share a a hotel room when we went to Minneapolis. And Rob obviously thought that was hilarious because Rob, like a normal adult man, was getting his own room and not sharing it with somebody. But uh, Rob was joking about the fact that when he talks to me and Akiva, uh, all these sort of inner secrets come out, things that aren't necessarily discussed on the podcast. And so Rob mentioned, you know, maybe I'll come over to your guys' room late at night and uh, we'll record a late night uh, episode. And I think originally it was going to be a 32 fans episode, not a Renap episode. Uh, It wasn't really going to be an episode of anything. It was just a joke that if all three of us were together in the room late at night, that would be conducive to sharing stories that might uh, not otherwise be willingly shared on a podcast. And so, um, and then once it turns out, and then Rob showed up in our room uh, the day we arrived, Tuesday afternoon, and he says, all right, so I'll be back here later. We're going to record a late night podcast. And so the idea was sort of started as a joke. And then I guess no one ever uh, uh, put the brakes on the joke. So it just became a, a serious plan. Since the original Sleepover podcast was her idea, we needed to talk to Allie Lasher about her feelings on how the Sleepover podcast turned out. 
I'm still pissed. The only reason I'm doing this oral history is because I want to say on the record that they totally botched the whole thing and it should still be on the wheel. I don't even remember your question. I'm just so, uh, I'm, I'm enraged right now. What was the question again? But for the time being, the plan was set, and all that was left to do was go to Minneapolis and make the episode a reality. In the days leading up to the sleepover, there was a flurry of activity even before the live show. On Tuesday, the group headed to a Mets game, followed by a raucous night at a local pub, Brits. Here are Dara and Chester. We all went to this pub called Brits both nights afterwards, which was overtaken by like hundreds of Liverpool soccer fans. As we were walking out, uh, they were singing an Oasis song, and all of the, uh, the, the British hooligans were very, very into it and had their arms around each other and were singing along. And, and I, like a couple of the other uh, American 32 fans were not people, took out my phone to sort of record the goings-on, and this tall British gentleman came up to me and, and went in for a very sloppy kiss. And uh, I tried to evade it, and I sort of turned. And as I did so, he bit my, my, uh, like my cheekbone underneath my eye. Um, that guy is now the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. His name is <laughs> Boris Johnson. Following this harrowing experience, and given the lateness of the hour, the Sleepover podcast, originally intended to occur on Tuesday night, was pushed back. There was some talk about we were going to do it on Tuesday night, but for whatever reason, Tuesday night didn't end up working. We had gone to the Mets versus the Twins game, and then we had gone to the bar after the fact, and then we ended up uh, coming back. We had the ice cream tournament the next morning, and uh, there was just no momentum for the Sleepover podcast on Tuesday night. The second day was scheduled to be even busier than the first, leaving guests to wonder whether they had missed their chance to do the sleepover podcast at all. Here are Matt Stewart and Will and Courtney Thrasher. Throughout that day, there was still some discussion about the sleepover podcast, but I think that everyone kind of felt like we missed our chance with the initial first night. That was the night to do it. No one thought that it was really possible. Tuesday night came and went and the sleepover podcast didn't happen. Uh, and so then uh, the, it was sort of pushed to Wednesday evening. Um, With a question mark. There was still well, yeah. no guarantee. In addition to attending another Mets game, Akiva and Chester also hosted an episode of their own podcast, 32 Fans, which was entitled The Ice Cream Tournament. Akiva cheated, of course, and ate almost no ice cream. I had full scoops of everything, and I, w- I would have had more. I would have had as much as I could. Following the tournament, and while the group was at the second Mets game, last-minute tensions were arising behind the scenes of Renap. Mere days before the trip, the topic for the live show had still not been decided. We didn't lock in the concept for the show, I think, until a fan vote maybe three days before the event, that it would be Robin Akiva uh, have, a, have a live talk show. When the idea for a late-night show was finally settled upon, some last-minute logistics were acquired. In particular, finding a band leader. I was very nervous about our band leader showing up. I had gotten a hold of a man from Craigslist named Carl earlier in the day. I first made contact with him. I think he emailed me on Tuesday, and then I was uh, calling him all day on Wednesday as we were getting ready, and I was nervous about how the live show was going to play out. Rob didn't need to be nervous. The podcast went off without a hitch. Every weekend, better on 10. You can guess what could be coming up next. Bob and Kiev need a car.
the highlight of the night was definitely the live show. Rob wasn't alone in believing that the live show was the highlight. And while many agreed with him, there certainly appeared to be a highlight within the highlight. Here's what I heard from the audience. I cannot explain in any way how sitting there with Craigslist, Carl, and all that was going on was in person versus on video because to actually be there, it was hilarious. Carl was definitely a uh, a character. Craigslist Carl was fantastic. He was a professional. He was doing his best with a, a weird insular world that uh, he had no familiarity with. So uh, nothing but love for Carl. I, I think Carl did a great job. He was really funny. I don't think the podcast captured how funny he was. There was also a big controversy about whether who was the best like supporting character of the weekend. Was it Quinn from Ben and Jerry's, who was kind of the employee handing out samplings, or was it Carl? I'm on the Carl side. Given this response, and recognizing that he was unlikely to have any insights about the Sleepover podcast, I had no choice but to track down Craigslist Carl. Okay, so, I mean, I'm a freelance musician and technician, and every now and then you look at Craigslist. I looked at uh, the whatever um, gigs portion of that, and it was nearly midnight. And then this would have been the day before uh, the event and uh, sent off an email or whatever. It's probably filled. And then I got it woke up in the morning um, by an L.A. telephone number. It's like, hey, this is Rob uh, from Robin Akiva. Um, it's like, wow, OK, this is actually happening. So I, you know, I've probably had some of my best experiences being thrown to the wolves because you always learn something. And um, so he uh, he sent me some links and I learned your theme song for the most part. I think I might have flubbed a lyric or two, but that was kind of amusing to me. <laughs> I asked Carl what he thought about being asked to do something so niche, so specific, and on such short notice. That, that, that makes it fun. You know, I've, I've done some weird stuff short notice. Life is more fun that way. You know, they worked so well together as a pair that I don't think there was as much room to jump in and like be like the, uh, be the foil as like some of these other late night programs. I think they kind of yin each other's yang really good already. I want to do it again because it's, you know, I have a lot of ideas to, I could do that better next time or, you know, it's, it was just fun. After the late night show, the group hit the bar again, but this time there was an air of anticipation around what might be coming up next, the elusive sleepover podcast. Here are Claire, Matt, and Mike. I had also had it in the back of my head sort of the whole time that there was vague illusions that there might be this like secret third sleepover podcast, a hotel. So I was like, I want to kind of be in on the ground floor. If that's going to happen, I want to be like around just in case. Rob was down for anything, but he wasn't pushing the the sleepover podcast as an idea. Akiva, on the other hand, seemed to be the, the real legs behind it. I think uh, his days in camp as a child Got him really excited about this idea. I could imagine that every single person that was at the hotel was waiting for them to say, yeah, I think we're going to leave and go to the sleepover podcast. You could definitely tell there was whispers going around of like, oh, is the sleepover going to happen? Because every, you know, everyone wanted to be part of that. The group left the bar and headed for the hotel. And that's where the intrigue began. Will and Courtney Thrasher had offered up their room for the sleepover episode, as Chester's early flight precluded him from staying up late and using his room. Well, Rob, you know, would have no problem doing it in his room. The, Chester's issue was he had some work to do, and he had a very early morning flight. I 
had a later flight because uh, I was going to work the whole morning, Thursday morning, and then sort of take an afternoon flight and not have to waste the day at work because I, I worked remotely. But between the time we booked the trip and when we actually got to Minnesota, my, my job of uh, 6.5 years had disappeared. So I, I, I was sort of in Minnesota with nothing to do for a couple extra hours. So I was in no rush. I, I would have podcasted until 4 a.m., but other people had planes to catch and, and you know, wanted to get to sleep. Here's Will and Courtney talking about how they volunteered their room for the sleepover podcast. I was talking to Akiva and I said, Hey, are we going to do, are we going to still do the sleepover podcast? You know, what's the status? And Akiva was like, yeah, I still want to do it, but Chester has some work to do and might have to go to bed early. And so I don't know if we can do it in my room. Like we might need an alternate location. And I said, Oh, well, we can, we can, you can use our room. Like that would be fine. So, I mean, obviously we can only fit a few people in there, but, you know, so I just went ahead and volunteered our hotel room, of course, without talking to Courtney. And like anyone whose significant other has probably called and been like, hey, like someone's coming over get the place ready. I was not very happy. And I think I might've even hung up on him, which was not kind of me, but I was just pissed because I was like, it's a mess. We haven't been cleaning up. These are people I want to impress. And so I do like a power clean and and he comes back like, okay, I'm ready to help. And I was like, well, it's already done. So at that point, I had calmed myself down. I was fine. But you were excited for it. I too. was excited. I was. But I was more worried about everything looking presentable. Rob, Akiva, and Chester prepared to head up to the Thrasher's room. But it rapidly became apparent that too many people were subscribing to the belief that when it comes to Rob and Akiva need a podcast, you'd better attend. I think they may not have realized how many people were going to be at the hotel. So we got back to the hotel and then Rob and Akiva and Chester were getting in an elevator and basically everybody tried to follow them in an elevator so that they wouldn't get lost from Rob and Akiva and Chester. It was very much like, oh yeah, I want to get in on the sleepover podcast. So I sort of started like milling around where um, like Akiva and some of the other people had been standing around and was like dropping hints. It was like, I very much wanted to like be involved if this was going to happen. And um, Akiva seemed like he was sort of you know, interested in doing it, but a bit concerned about the logistics that, you know, you couldn't necessarily have like, you know, 20 people all bundle into somebody's like hotel room, especially considering that at that point, I think it was like probably already 1230 or something. And then it seemed like as everybody was heading back to the hotel, it was like, almost like a slight level of tension where it was like, ooh, we don't know, like if this is going to happen or not. And, you know, you can't really say like, oh, X, Y, Z, like these people can come, but you know, these other people can't come. I, I don't know about other people, but it was certainly interesting because we were trying to keep an eye on like where Rob and Akiva and Chester were. And we were uh, for, speaking for me personally, I was having a great time talking to people. So I was uh, debating t- uh, to what degree to keep talking with them and then always keeping one eye on where Rob or Chester or Akiva were because at some point they're going to sneak off. And they're probably going to record the late night sleepover podcast and not everyone's going to be invited. So I wanted to try and make sure that I got an invite to that and kind of headed back to the hotel the same time they were. There was definitely a buzz of, hey, there's another thing happening tonight. There's another there's another podcast that's going to be happening. And there were a lot of people that were staying at the hotel and there were probably, you know, 20 or so people that were interested if not necessarily talking about but at least 
in being there for the recording of the sleepover podcast. And so we had a you know a, a really nice following that was there with us for the live show and Everybody that was around seemingly was a buzz about there was going to be something else happening tonight. People had sort of been asking, like, "Hey, what's the deal with the sleepover podcast?" and and I didn't know. We certainly can't have like forty people in a in a hotel room, so like we have to either cap it at the three of us, and then and and, and then maybe when the thrashers got involved, the five of us. I don't want it to be high school where I'm like inviting certain people to the party and leaving you know some people out. What was tricky was I hadn't I really didn't put a lot of thought into it because we were so busy. And then we all walked. Everyone who was staying at the hotel walked back from the bar to the hotel together. It was only like a 10 minute walk. And I really I said, fine, like it's just going to be five of us. We're going to have a nice time. And then we because we walked back with a group of like 20, 25 people, we got to the elevator and I was just talking to someone outside the elevator bank. And I realized that no one was going upstairs. And. And I had this like nightmarish realization in like one second that like someone a late someone I don't remember who it was turned to me and said like oh, they're waiting for you they all want to come to the sleepover podcast and I, I, I and then I I was like the principal all of a sudden I was like oh shoot because I feel like everyone here seems to have had a good time and a lot of them I had just met and they're probably like happy with how it went with Rob and myself and with Chester and now I have to be like the mean girl in high school. And be like, you can go to the party and, and you can't come to the party. And I realized, like, er, literally there's like 20 eyes on, or 40 eyes on me. And I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, so then I just make an announcement like, you know what? I, I, I can't choose between anybody. It's not fair. Let's just – I'm just – we're just going to do it me, Rob, and Chester in the Thrasher's room. Akiva was in a bit of a panic of how do we – lose all these people how do we break it to everybody that they cannot be a part of the sleepover podcast i think that i i was willing to you know let's let's get crazy let's see what could happen but akiva was very concerned about the overflow i think akiva told everybody that we have to disband we we cannot have all these people in a hotel room and so it's ultimately uh, not going to happen that we have a, uh, a you know a, too many people to attempt something like this, and everybody needs to go their separate ways. The hopeful audience, now disappointed, dispersed. So I get a call from Akiva. It's it's one fifteen a.m. approximately, and he's like, "Okay, I need the millennial judge. There are a lot of people who want to come to the sleepover. Then a bunch of people just showed up anyway, and there are people I told." They couldn't come up because it was just supposed to be like me, Chester, Rob, and some other people. But now all these people are here and like I feel bad sending some people away. And like, I don't know, Akiva, I guess is just like a nice guy and felt like really unreasonably guilty about that. People being excluded if people find out. Akiva was very self-conscious about, he felt like he had let people down, left them out. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? Like they had booked a conference room at the hotel initially for the live podcast uh that they quickly outgrew and so the idea was thrown out like well i wonder if we can still use that room like at this point i think they're almost midnight uh but i was like you know what i'll just go check and see if it's open so i ran down to the second floor uh sure enough one of the doors was left uh ajar by the uh the janitorial staff so i uh left a chair in the door and i was like okay we got a room you know, we can go to the conference room and more people can 
take part in this sleepover podcast. With the logistics issue sorted out, the group headed downstairs to the conference room so that more people could attend. When the demand for the podcast ended up being, in, you know, into like the triple digits, we needed a bigger room. But Rob had already put down a deposit for that room. So we'd already paid for this room. So Rob said, you know what? We had a conference room. We never even saw it. Like they never even mentioned it to us. But we paid however much money it was for this conference room. We had it from like the entire day Wednesday. Now Wednesday's over because it's like 12, 15, 12, 30 at night. But let's just find this room. I'm sh- like nobody else is going to use it. So we start sneaking down to the room, and I'm like, everyone better be quiet. Because, again, I'm not a rule breaker. I don't want the hotel to yell at us. And, like, the worst case scenario is, like, we, we, it's, like, 2 in the morning. We get into our pajamas. We go downstairs. We start the podcast for, like, 20 minutes. And then, like, some security guard comes in. It's like, all right, everyone out of here, and you guys are in trouble. So we went downstairs, and I, I had uh, people post on the group sort of uh, – the, the, the Facebook group for the event, the event Facebook group. Like, anybody want to come down? Everyone is invited. And at that point, I was happy. Like, if we're going to go down and smoke, we'll all go down together. We all decided to go and, and squat in a conference room. Uh, some, some people were reticent to do so and said, no, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get kicked out. Uh, I, I am a frequent hotel conference room squatter. Uh, back in my youth, I used to just uh, sneak into hotels, uh, sometimes like with my friends and just sleep in the conference rooms. Uh, I've also recorded many a, a late night podcasts with Akiva from hotel conference rooms. And so I know that, you know, you just go in, if you open the door, and uh, if, as long as it's not locked, no one's coming in there late at night. So you can do whatever you want. The next step was to make sure that all of the guests knew about the new location for the Sleepover podcast. Several people I spoke to talked about their reactions to learning that the Sleepover podcast was finally happening. Here are Christine, Krista, Josh, and Matt. Akiva was getting a little aggressive, like, Christine, you need, to, you need to post this on 32 fans. You need to post this on the event. Are you messaging people? You got to message people and get them down here right now. And it was like kind of late and I thought, should I go? Should I not go? And then like at that moment, another guy, and I don't remember everyone's names because met like a million people, but another guy who I recognized from the group came like running up to the hotel and he said, are you going? Are you going? Like he had been out at a different bar and saw the alert and ran to the hotel. So I was like, yeah, yeah, let's definitely go in. I started making a beeline that way. I probably ended up missing about 10, 15 minutes of it in my uh, in my rush to get back over because I was probably at least a mile away when I got the message. My personal situation, I, well, deciding whether I should go or not, I booked a flight and decided I'll save $200 to fly out right after the RNAP live event, and uh, so be it. Little did I know that I was going to be missing the event of the century. Everyone agreed. Being part of the audience for the Sleepover podcast was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Here's Dara. The audiences felt like they were part of something special. Like, this is something very small and intimate. And, you know, we just came from a RENAP event that had, like, hundreds of people. And now this is just, like, we're in a small room. We're really getting to know these people. Yeah, I feel really intimate. Everyone, that is, except one person. They ruined it by having an audience. At long last, the show finally began. Unfortunately, the group quickly realized that, as a collection of people perhaps not often invited to sleepovers, it was not totally clear what was supposed to happen next. So we started talking, and we were, uh, you know, talking about uh, who, you know, who had been to sleepovers and the nature of sleepovers, but Akiva really wanted to lean on, hey, we need to call Allie Lasher. Now, we had so many people in the room at a sleepover podcast and or for a sleepover, 
And I don't know, maybe I, I have not been invited to many sleepovers. And maybe this is what you do. You call up people at sleepovers who are not at the sleepovers. I, I thought that you really interact with the people that are there. But Akiva felt very strongly, we need to call up Allie Lasher and we need to have her on speakerphone because we need to consult with Allie Lasher. What what do we do next? So Allie Lasher had come up with questions that were to be asked at the sleepover, which was, uh, you know, a, a great idea. And that was, I, I think, uh, something that could have been very fun to talk about with the people in the room. But Kiva had this list of questions from Allie Lasher, which he really then wanted to ask Allie Lasher. Maybe the narrative is just like Akiva's too nice, but he just kept asking like me the questions. And I remember keep continuing to be like, nobody cares about this random person like on the phone, like ask the audience, ask each other. Like at one point, I think one of the questions was like, what's like deal breakers in a relationship or something or like what makes a perfect relationship? And he was like, Allie, what do you think? And I was like, you th- there are three married men on the dais between Chester, Rob, and Akiva. Like, don't come to me. It's 1.30 a.m. And I'm, like, on the phone with strangers in Minnesota. <laughs> like, whatever. So I didn't know exactly what we were supposed to do. Rob didn't know. So I brought a list of, like, 100 road trip questions. And I thought those would be, like, icebreaker-type questions. You know, like, what country do you want to travel to? And what, what's the biggest mistake you ever made? And when were you, like, really embarrassed? Thinking that uh, it would be a big hit. But it, no, it was it was resoundly uh, not one person in the room would answer any of my questions. I, I people were I was practically getting booed. Nobody was interested in in my idea, and I don't know what they wanted because I don't know if like Rob wanted me and or Chester to like open up and make fools of ourselves. I don't know what his end goal was. Like if he just wanted us to share some embarrassing things that we wouldn't share on a normal podcast, but like in our pajamas in front of like 15 or 20 people that we'd been around for like 48 hours. And while that may not have been what Akiva wanted to have happen, that is indeed what would happen. I just remember I would try and ask a question. Ali Lasher would yell at me over FaceTime and say like, stop it. That's not interesting. No one cares. Don't ask that question. No one answer it. And I felt like everyone like started bullying me. Akiva wasn't wrong. Nobody liked the questions. It was then it became very apparent that there was no plan for the sleepover podcast. <laughs> there was no uh, script, no no planning, and it became sort of a, okay, what do we do now? So Akiva had printed off a, a list of questions. Almost like questions you'd ask your significant other in the car, like long road trip, you're trying to get to know each other, let's ask these questions. Not bad questions for a typical get-to-know-you conversation, but just not probably conducive to a riveting sleepover podcast, and certainly not what I thought it was going to be. I mean, personally, I was ready to hear the deep, dark secrets, who's got a fetish, we have a Rex Ryan in the room. I mean, I was just really looking forward to hearing some dirt on people. Kiva kept having ideas that everyone else was was voting down, I remember. He was reading from a list of questions. He was asking Allie on the phone. Um, yeah, people were not uh, interested in Akiva's attempts. At, Akiva, Akiva wasn't trying to play like fun late night games. Akiva was trying to play like really boring games. Akiva had a list of questions that Ali allegedly had given him, but I feel like she's way too good to have given this crappy list to him. And it was like 50 different things to talk about, like icebreakers, or it ended up being that. Um, she just really like made fun of him for not understanding what a sleepover was. 
Akiva was asking the sleepover questions, but it turns out that they were actually the car, the like road trip questions that had been brought up previously, which were not really like sleepover questions. So Allie was pretty, I mean, disgust might be a strong word, but it was just like, what are these questions you're asking me? I said, I feel like everyone who was there probably hates me because it made zero sense that I got called. But then I was like, F it, it's 2 a.m. So I stayed on and had some wine. There were some other challenges as well. For the beginning of the podcast, it really seemed like it was not going very well. There was a lot of question, answer. The answers weren't particularly interesting, particularly noteworthy. They kept asking Allie what the podcast was supposed to be about. Uh, I was also a bit concerned about Allie's audio because she was on a Akiva's, I think, iPhone 4 speaker. And there just wasn't a lot going on. It was pretty clear that this was a, we spent a lot of time planning our last podcast that was a couple hours ago. And now we were sort of hoping this one would work itself out. I knew at this point it was like a disastrous episode, but I, I didn't know how to salvage it. It was, it was disastrous in terms of content and it was disastrous in terms of quality and disastrous for my self-esteem. It would indeed be disastrous for his self-esteem. From that point on, the evening became about one thing, the embarrassment of Akiva that he had feared all along. Eventually, towards the end of the podcast, after it had had a number of different iterations, it turned into, let's ask Akiva if he can accomplish basic human tasks. And the answer was usually no. And I think that at whatever, 1.30 in the morning, after a full day of podcasting, he ended up very exhausted and revealing a lot about things that he cannot do. Intrigued, I asked the audience members to try to recall some of the things Akiva is incapable of doing. In the case of Sean the Mailman, Renap's favorite postal worker, he refused to answer the question, indicating that it was not his place to do so. I would not want to divulge into any of Akiva's stories. I believe they are part of the reason for the withholdings. And so I will uh, leave it at that. Fortunately, the rest of the audience members were not nearly so polite. I know driving came up. I know doing the dishes came up. For sure, riding a bike. He doesn't know how to tie his shoes or like <laughs> he, he like specifically avoids buying shoes with laces. And then there were some other ones that had things to do with like driving and, you know, being incompetent in various aspects of life. And it all kept seeming to like come back on Akiva and making him seem like he was just a total loser, which is probably also why he was saying, I don't want this. It was just sort of like, obviously, just the quirks of like the nature of the particular questions that were being asked. Like he never has done the laundry. He doesn't wash dishes, um, stuff around the home that really like 99% of humans um, have done and he has not. To be completely honest, it, it hadn't been the best podcast. The um, lack of ideas going in probably didn't um, lend itself to being a great podcast. So it went off the rails very quickly. It, w it was very funny. You could tell at the time, though, that this podcast had about a 5% chance of seeing the light of day. The thing that I remember sort of turning the tide was Chester told us uh, a little tidbit about Akiva that that day was the first day that Akiva had ever adjusted a thermostat. We would just be throwing out these things like, hey, Akiva, do you know how to tie a tie? And the answer would obviously be like, no, I have no idea how to do that. Hey, do you know how to iron a shirt? No. Um, 
and like you know they talk about it a little bit on the podcast where if you know if Akiva's wife were to leave him he would you know probably die within a week just from not being able to you know pay bills or any of that sort of stuff so that was kind of what it devolved into I think that's really why Akiva's pretty apprehensive about the actual episode getting out there because it really just became like you know let's find all the things wrong with Akiva and like talk about them Rather than waste time listing the things that Akiva can't do, you should just list the things that he can do because then you're done in 30 seconds and you can move on. And, and, and you have to assume if something's not on the list explicitly, that's because he can't do it, even if it's so obvious and easy. You, you wouldn't have to think that like, certain things would be on a list. You're like, well, how to write a check? How to, <laughs> how to tie a pair of shoes? How to ride a bike? Like, are, are there adults who don't know how to do these things? And the answer uh, is always yes, and it's always Akiva. But I think Akiva and I, and probably everybody, uh, the, the more you know about them, the more horrified you are about what kind of an insane person you're actually dealing with. I think that the theme was that Akiva is incapable of a, a lot of the basic things that adults are able to do. And he really uh, relies heavily on the support of his uh, wife and his kids to function. Akiva is not capable of pumping gasoline. Uh, Akiva, I don't believe, is capable of either feeding himself or preparing any food for himself outside of uh, cereal. Um, I don't believe Akiva is capable of waking up for things that he needs a support system to get, like, literally get him out of bed and get him to where he's going. I really think that the reason why Akiva said was that he had so many embarrassing revelations about himself and his inability to function as an adult, that that was why he said, this is a disaster and and nobody can ever hear this podcast. Akiva has many talents, but that at the same time that while he has many superpowers, he also has uh, many uh, weaknesses and blind spots. But then it turned into Akiva admitting all of the things he doesn't know how to do. And it was truly alarming. Like my jaw was on the floor. And I was like, Akiva, this is making you unlikable. I I think what ended up happening is I started digging my own grave because I mentioned so, like I mentioned, I was incapable of of doing some like basic human function that I don't remember what it was now, and then it it just ended up being a whole. That was basically the rest of the episode was just like bashing Kiva and like, well, what else can't you do? What else can't you do? And I didn't even know. I like I have. There's a lot of things. I'm like a weird guy. There's like a lot of things that like other people are capable of, or like or is very normal for other people that I can't do. Or I have never done. Like, I don't know how to turn on the oven in my house. Like, I've never cooked. I don't even know, like, the difference between, like, baking and cooking. I, like, I, I, I just have, like, when I have a blind spot, it's, like, the world's biggest blind spot. I just don't know. I don't know anything about it. And there was just, like, 20 examples of that. But I've hopefully bl- blocked most of them out. So I don't know. I, do, I, just, I just remember one person towards the end yelling at, like, do you even have a reason to live? And I was like, wow, this, this got like, this got way too real. And I, at that point, I realized, like, I'm not sure we're ever going to air this. Of course, the exclamation mark was when I forget who asked Akiva what he can do at the very end. And he exclaimed, I bring home the money, baby. And then realized that he does not anymore and then said, 
but not anymore. And then covered his head in his hands and seemed very upset at that point. It did have a moment of like, is this what I'm doing with my life? Is this what I, I've had a good time. Is this what I've come to of being in some sweatpants, bare feet, listening to a man bare his soul on a decent amount of just weaknesses. After hearing all of this and knowing that this episode will never see the light of day on Renap or any other podcast, I asked the audience whether they felt that this episode should have aired. And Akiva said, um, give me your honest opinion. Do you think that if you were me, do you think that this should be aired? And we both gave a resounding. If it was us, no, we would we would not want it out there in the ether for people to uh, be able to talk about. Kiva said he thinks there's no upside for everyone to hear how incompetent he is. And I said, I mean this in the nicest way possible. I feel like it wasn't news. <laughs> I thought it was going to get released until after the roast of Akiva, after people were making asking these questions about Akiva. And then when he was sitting there dejected with his head in his hands, I felt like Akiva's probably not going to want this to air. And then in the wrap-up of the podcast, I think Rob said something about, you'll hear this at a future date. And Akiva mentioned, oh, they're never going to hear this. This is never, this is never getting out. I thought that the podcast was going very poorly. I really did not think that things were were going well. But then I thought that Akiva's breakdown and, you know, existential crisis of this is terrible. I you know, I nobody should ever hear this. I actually thought that that was what was going to make it good where I, it was so raw. And there was such like real emotion and feeling that was happening, and all of Akiva's uh, revelations. Uh, I thought that that did make it an interesting podcast. I do think that there is some beauty in the train wreck of it all, and I, I felt like that we had reached that point where that it was great reality TV of Akiva was having this low moment. And was real was bearing his soul, and it's so hard to find honesty in uh, raw emotion in uh, these uh, types of podcasts. And I thought that that's at the heart of what the sleepover podcast could have been. And I think that this was going to be something that potentially people have never heard anything like this before. Given that Akiva refused to air the sleepover podcast. Why was he willing to let us conduct this oral history project? I was curious about that, too. Like, why Akiva would be um, okay with us doing the oral history. So I think maybe it's less, like, in his space, because it's going to be less of him answering the questions and him, like, sort of the spotlight being on him. So I think Akiva probably thinks it's better to have it sort of retold than to just hear, like, the, like, stark details. Whatever the reason for his agreeing to let us conduct this podcast, the original content will not be aired. I, I, I thought Rob would think I was being a huge baby and would put up a fight, but uh, I guess he realized it wasn't like audio gold. So he really, I mean, I made sure like emailing him a few times uh, and I said like, hey, let's never air this. And he, I, I think the whole weekend had gone well, so he wasn't mad at me. Or at least if he was, he didn't say anything. And in fact, nobody was mad at Akiva, even in spite of these revelations. It's a side of Akiva I don't think I've ever seen. You know, I think he likes to uh, he likes to be the bad guy. But really, he's oh, a, I feel like he's such he's such a nice guy. Akiva's living a life where you don't have to know how to do these things. That's pretty much everything you want. <laughs> so I said I strive not to have to do anything. 
So anyone who is mean to Akiva about his cushy life is jealous. Everybody in there like loves Akiva and thinks he's hilarious. This is this has nothing in common with like any other experience that I've ever had, and I just I just love it. Akiva is cool about fifty percent of the time. I went all the way down to Minnesota. I ate ice cream. I went to baseball games. I met Craigslist Carl. I saw Laurel from across the room and didn't meet her too bad. I went to the Aston Villa bar, but I never got to experience the Sleepover podcast. And that'll be one of my greatest regrets in life, that is for sure. And as to the question we're all wondering, will we ever hear the Sleepover podcast? It's like, I still think there's a place for the Sleepover podcast, the real way, like doing it the right way on the wheel. Maybe someday, you know, maybe we could have Akiva put in his will upon his his passing. It could be released and the torch could be carried on. We don't want to wish that upon him. No, uh, I, no. I don't, but it, we, we could maybe ask him. I do think that the idea of the Sleepover podcast is and was a good one. And if there ever is another opportunity to have people at a hotel in a sleepover environment again... I do think that it can work. I don't think that the idea is bad. One day, perhaps Akiva will change his mind and let the world hear the Sleepover podcast. Maybe one day. But for now, we make do with this oral history of the Sleepover podcast. Special thanks today go out to John Saltzman, Adam Highback, and Edwin Johnson for their help interviewing the participants at the Sleepover podcast and to the participants themselves, Ali Lasher, Will and Courtney Thrasher, Jason Stitt, Claire Hendrickson, Matt Stewart, Sean the Mailman, Brett Ferenkoff, Christine Radis, Dara Mirzai, Josh Lemer, Mike Christensen, Josh Creek, Krista Griegsuk, Rob, Chester, Akiva, and Craigslist Carol. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and this has been Asleep at the Wheel. Wow. Wow. We are here. We have just heard the oral history of the Sleepover podcast. Akiva, are you there? Yeah. Oh, barely. This really fits in with my uh, New Year's resolution. <laughs> Which was? Uh, to start drinking. <laughs> uh, are we allowed to air this episode? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, it's funny because I had forgotten, like, hey, what was the big deal? Why didn't we just air the original? And then I heard it, and it brought back a lot of nightmares. <laughs> All right. We are here with the woman behind the oral history of the Sleepover podcast. Please welcome the great Lindsay Wilson is here. Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Yes. Okay. Lindsay, the world has just heard your masterpiece. Will you be sending this to Can? I already have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Will you be in consideration for a podcasting Pulitzer? <laughs> I mean, I think I probably should be, right? Yes. Okay. This is the greatest achievement of my life, and I feel like that's probably not a good thing. Incredible job. I was blown away, Lindsay, that I was I was crying during the <laughs> <What>? <laughs> It's a real really? emotional roller coaster. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. I, I mean, I was crying. I was uh, laughing so hard. I was, I was crying. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, you know, broken. Like maybe uh, Akiva might have been during the listening. But uh, that I just want, I want to go to Akiva because I, that as, mm-hmm. a, as a friend, I just want to yeah. make sure you're, you're okay with all this, that you mentioned that you were bullied that night, that did you feel like that the people misinterpreted you? No, I mean, I can, we can get to, you know, maybe specific points that I can uh, argue with in a few minutes, but I'm fine. I think it was great. Honestly, the main takeaway should not be, oh, my God, Akiva can't do this or, oh, my God, like Akiva got bullied. Like the main takeaway is like the, the, Lindsay spent months putting together this incredible episode. That's like nothing I've ever heard before in a podcast. That's so good. Yeah, it was incredible, Lindsay. Lindsay, can you just talk about now that the world has heard the oral history of the sleepover? What what have you wanted to say about this project? I mean, it was a huge amount of work, which I think I kind of forgot as I was going through it doing the interviews that it was also then going to be like 30 minutes per person just listening back to what everybody had said. Uh, so there is a ton of unaired stuff. I feel like you could do some kind of special edition uh, producer's cut. But, uh, Put yeah, it on it the wheel! Crazy- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. There was a lot of stuff about baseball and how none of your fans know anything about baseball, mostly, is the, is the gist, which was fine for me because I don't know anything either. But uh, that was the, a big takeaway. Uh, yeah. Chester, unsurprisingly, was the longest interview by a lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, who was the, the uh, greatest joy for you to work with in this process? Uh, geez, you know... Honestly, getting Craigslist Carl was a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) That was a very exciting moment getting Craigslist Carl. Rob, were you Uh, shocked that Craigslist Carl was was in this podcast? Blown away. Blown away. Uh, Amazing. (laughs) I don't know how she found it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I mean, does it ruin the magic if I tell you how and it's not that exciting? No, don't tell us. Don't reveal your secrets. Okay. Well, the point is he was very game and he was really into it. And he was a delight to talk to, especially given that I was like, this is even weirder than that thing you did before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rob, he has a lot of ideas for us. Yeah. I, well, now I kind of feel like we should get the band back together. Literally. Yeah. Yes. He has a He's lot of ideas it. for us. We should get back out there. I mean, I kind of feel like that if we do this again next summer, I kind of feel like that we have to bring Craigslist Carl on the road with us. Yeah. I think we could handle that. We yeah. Could do that. All right. Well, Lindsay, uh, what was your biggest challenge putting this all together? Uh, I think probably like I wanted to make sure everybody was included because everybody was very generous with their time and everybody was very game to do this. And so I really wanted to make sure that everybody was featured in some way. But a lot of people were saying kind of the same things. Mm -hmm. So that was challenging, I think. But I think it kind of came together like everybody had sort of a unique take on it. Um, mm-hmm. And everybody was in there. I think <laughs> Sean, the mailman's audio was an enormous challenge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think that was kind of the biggest thing, but it all worked out. And as I said, everybody gave me so much of their time and I did have a good team helping me along the way to get the interviews in. So it, uh, it all worked out. Akiva, did you have any qualms with anything that was said throughout the oral history of the Sleepover podcast? Well, I have a, I have a lot of problems with some of the things that were said. Like, I've <laughs> done, I do the dishes every single day. I don't know where people came up with, I don't know how to do the dishes. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there are certain things I can do that people were, like, sort of just putting on. It was, it sounded a lot like, if you've ever seen Braveheart, the William Wallace thing, where it starts off that he's, like, six foot two, and by the end, he's, like, an actual giant, and it was just, like, people telling stories of the lore of William Wallace. It was like that with me. And some were true, and I feel like some were, were, were non-canonical. 
I was going to say, I feel like people saying you don't know how to do the dishes is maybe one of the less damning things that they said. Yeah, but it was not true. Some of them were true. I mean, I know how to tie my <laughs> shoes. Like these are some of these are absurd. Uh, some and some of these things I know how to do, but choose not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think there's going to be like a car crash from this episode. Forget about, uh, you know, people getting hit by cars. Like I, I people like there was a couple times I like couldn't. We had we had uh, someone coming over and looking at our house to try and buy it. Not from us, from mm-hmm. from the, the people who own it. And they were like walking to the room and I was listening to this be- because, you know, we were listening right before this. And like I was wheezing at something that was being said, like a crazy person. Like people are <laughs> this. This could be a dangerous podcast. <laughs> what was your what was your favorite part, Rob? Ah, uh, boy. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, obviously, other than uh, Craigslist, Carl, uh, I just felt like that the, the towards the towards the end when we got t- uh, into really talking about what, well, you know, all of the different Akiva stories. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't remember what it was, but there were there was points where you know I, I was having a hard time breathing and yeah. I was laugh crying, uh, like the emoji. And it was just uh, incredible. If you ever read a real oral history, a lot of times there, there's, you never get to the bottom of something. So you could have three people telling the same story completely differently, contradicting each other. And then you just move on to like the next part of the oral history. And I love that that was a part of this. Like every single person had a different amount of people that were in the room and a different amount of people. On, you know, there was 500 people on the trip with us. Like every person's story was, was you know, mostly similar. But a lot of the de- like specific details were so different. Like. By the way, it was Aston Villa, not Liverpool, whoever, whoever said that. The <laughs> yeah, team I love the, that part. Uh, yes. The couple of things like uh, 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 Courtney at the end, like basically wishing death upon me so the, <laughs> so the episode could be released. That was crazy. <laughs> A nice lady. She sent us like care packages afterwards, like this charming Midwestern lady. And now she's talking about my funeral and like if the podcast will be in my will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Lindsay, do you have any questions that you feel like are still unresolved after all of these different interviews that you did? A couple. I think the biggest one is the one that we tried to address a little bit at the end. But I guess the main one was why, Akiva, were you okay with us doing this? I didn't realize how bad it would be. <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to get because the first twenty minutes, like I tweeted, I watched, I listened the first two minutes yesterday, then I signed offline for like twenty four hours. So I listened the first few minutes, and I'm like, oh, this is incredible! Like I can't believe how good this is. And I tweeted about it, and then like the first twenty minutes, I was like, oh, this is so exciting. We're still in Minnesota. We haven't even gotten upstairs yet. I didn't realize how like painful the second half would be. So I, you know, I maybe I was, uh, I, I forgot. It's been six months. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Forgot how how uh, bad it was. A um, couple other takes, by the way. First of all, uh, the one Lindsay basically did a perfect job. Did nobody mention the snoring thing? Because to me, that was the single craziest thing that happened. Absolutely not. What was that? <laughs> Rob, do you remember the snoring thing? You know what? Um, I was recently reminded of it. <laughs> okay. The Chester, Chester, we, Chester and I, first of all, Chester complained that we shared a hotel room. Listen to Mr. 1%. We can't. I mean, now that he finds out that I snore, that's a little different. But we ha- each have to spend $300 on our own hotel room. Mm-hmm. We can't. I mean, Lindsay, if you go somewhere with, with a good friend of yours, you get different hotel rooms or, or you share a room? Like a platonic share friend. Share a room. Yes, I, I was assuming platonic. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he, Mr. 1%. Anyway, <laughs> Chester videotaped me in the middle of the night snoring from the back of my head, like the bad part with like the bald stuff. 
and and <laughs> snoring really loud commentary over it sent it to dr jen then plays it in the middle of the podcast the video for everybody how did that not get mentioned that's the single craziest thing that happened um <laughs> so i i feel like uh, people got off easy in that room i didn't name the person who said like why do you have no reason to live? people you know i I, f- I feel like uh you know i got i got the rough end of the stick here mm-hmm yeah, so I, I mean, I thought I thought the funniest parts, so yeah, the alley parts were funny. The 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 Chester part, Chester's Boris Johnson joke was great. The guy mm-hmm. biting him in the eye, and now he's the prime minister. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There was just so many so many funny parts. <laughs> I, I I love that like a storyline for the last few months of Renap has been me not having a job, <laughs> and then when they ask me what I do, and I say. <laughs> I said, I bring them the bacon, baby. And they're like, oh, wait, I don't anymore. <laughs> um, I thought that Chester was uh, trying to say that, like, I made up the idea for the sleepover podcast, like, on the fly. And, like, I was trying to, like, uh, make it happen. Did Did you get that? Or did I just misinterpret that wrong? No, it definitely sounded like that because he's like, it was supposed to be a 32 fans thing, I think. Like, and like, what? nobody put the brakes <laughs> on this idea. <laughs> I was like, I have well, the I audio. Think, I think he, well, also, I think like originally it was supposed to be 32 fans when we when we started because Rob wasn't even coming. This is, mm-hmm. you know, going back a few months earlier. I'm not sure exactly what he was talking right, about. Right. But, but as uh, of a couple of weeks before, you know, Allie Lasher was on the podcast. She was suggesting the sleepover was what we should have done in front of the audience in Minnesota. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alex famously uh, falls asleep listening to Renap and other podcasts at night. So he um, he's not reliable for that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, alternative facts from Chester. Yeah, it was just so good. I'm happy that, you know, for people who are going to hear this. Um, Lindsay, what, what's our next project here? What do you want to do next? Do you want to take some time off? <laughs> some sort of other investigative journalism project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what else do we need solved, Rob? Well, first off, uh, that uh, I'm wondering if Lindsay is just going to, you know, get her own uh, serial-esque, you know, uh, you know, Kickstarter going for whatever her next project is. I don't know if she she might not be in our league anymore. Yeah, she's not in our <laughs> league. That's true. I've had several people ask me about this. Like, when can I listen to that thing you're doing? And I was like, I can assure you, this is not of interest, just of general <laughs> interest. But uh, do you think you, you, never do you know. think this is too niche? Like, someone who's never heard the podcast will not be able to hear this. Well, I was trying to explain this to my family, and I was trying to keep it so vague. And they were just like, "No, no, we're definitely going to listen." And I just, I don't know <laughs> if I can possibly explain to them what they're going to get into if they try to listen. Did you enjoy this, Lindsay, or was this a project that you uh, took on and then were ruining the day a la uh, Frail Mary? (laughs) No, I actually really enjoyed it. It was a huge amount of time that was kind of devoted to it and the scheduling everybody in was hard. But once I started piecing it together, it became so much fun and I was deeply concerned that everyone would hate it. But apart from that, I really, really enjoyed doing it. Akiva, I don't know if we can follow this up. I, I don't know. I can't think of the thing that we could potentially uh, do anything like this again with. Yeah, I have got a couple ideas, but nothing, nothing imminent. I, do you mean in general? Like, should this be the last episode of the podcast? Like, yeah, how can we go both, to season three, both. episode seven next week? <laughs> both. We're going to talk about family matters after this. Yeah, this was just such an incredible work of journalism that you did, Lindsay. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you guys liked it. I am so blown away. What if we hated it? Would we be able to tell Lindsay or would we be faking it right now, Rob? I think that we have no qualms discussing uh, things that we might be critical about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, if Rob doesn't like something, he says it's fine. It's fine. 
<laughs> that means he detested it. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. No. Yeah. It was fine. I liked it. It, it was incredible. Akiva, that yeah. if we did another summer trip this year, yeah. do you feel like that there would be more buzz after this or less buzz? I mean, a lot of, you know, the, the, the one thing about the sleepover podcast that people didn't hear is like people were talking about how much, what a great time they had. I think we really, and unless I, we didn't hear from someone, we really had like a universal positive reaction. The, the live show, we're going to get into with in the mailbag section, we have the episode rankings of every episode we've done. Everyone who's at the live show said it's the single best episode or a nap. Like it was really good. Um, so I think more people should come. We'll have a good time. And, you know, I think we will do the sleepover podcast again, but this time we'll do it right. Okay, Lindsay, how could we save the sleepover podcast if we ever tried to do it again? Well, I think the point Allie made was pretty good. You probably can't have an audience. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think you were also right in the point you made, Rob. Like, there's a way to do it correctly. And if you play those games and ask those hard-hitting questions, I think you can do something with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that you just get a couple people in a room talking, and I think that something interesting is bound to happen. And uh, I will say that something interesting did ultimately <laughs> exactly. eventually happen. I was so worried about so. like, Rob was just going to get Chester, especially Chester, but also me to like reveal things. And it ended up like, I would have much rather revealed anything in truth or dare or whatever, like <laughs> old school sleepover game we could have played than this stuff. I mean, this wouldn't have come up. But why this came up on the oral history too. Like, it, this is my thing that I get people into, you know, compromised situations so that they uh, like reveal the embarrassing things about themselves. That's me. That's my thing. I don't think it's your thing, but I think like that's what the podcast would have like you asking the questions. It would have like devolved into Chester saying like, I mean, Chester like did drop a completely insane story that people were gasping and on the floor that did not make the um, did not make the sleepover like podcast. I was cut. like Chester. Uh, can you <laughs> talk a little bit about your uh, relationship with your uh, and, and like that wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. I just think like, I'm not saying you would have been the fault, but I think that's what it ended up would it ended up happening okay all right do you remember that story that was wild <laughs> to save that for next time yeah i think i remember so it was offline. insane i'll ask you offline <laughs> and we'll see if we're on the the same page Lindsay. in terms of your your own podcasting where where can people hear more i i, I we'll do more plugs at the end of the show but where, where can people hear more about what you're doing yeah, so tragically, my podcast has come to an end. Oh, I, no. Up until oh no! Yeah, I know. You I know. were the original office lady. I was the original office lady, and that's the Did thing. Did Jenna it Fisher became, cancel you? No, actually, it became a much bigger thing after they started. Like, we were barely known, and then all of a sudden, we were getting like hundreds of thousands of downloads, which is what? ludicrous to me. So, what yeah. happened? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, I had moved and just kind of the podcasting co-host that I had, we we're just not in touch anymore now that we're not in the same city, and we just can't make it happen anymore. What do you mean you're not and, in uh, touch? We have to do the podcast today. That's in touch. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> no, every not one in of touch my anymore. relationships. No, yes, I know. It would have been it would have been good, but we just we're not in touch anymore. We had a bit of a falling out. Oh, but, uh, you, okay. oh you yeah. put all this work into this yeah. documentary. Did this episode ruin <laughs> well, your wish. relationship? 
No, it was actually, it was kind of wonderful because I had been so sad that after I moved, one of the things I'd had to lose was my podcast because it brings me such joy every week and I really love doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I just didn't have that outlet anymore. So then this one was a very nice way to kind of get back into it. And it was something I hadn't thought I'd be able to do anymore. So that was kind of an unexpected joy of the sleepover podcast for me. Okay. Yeah. If any listeners out there, Rob, who like just got broken up with and Instead of, you know, like binge eating or mm -hmm. I don't know what people do after breakups, want to put like 200 hours into it, editing an episode for us. <laughs> Let us know. Right. Well, I thought exactly. you were going to say, we do all this. Hey, we'll find you a new best friend or who wants to go on a date with Missy. But uh, we've never done of, uh, hey, I just broke up with my podcast co-host. Can you find me a new podcast co-host? Would you Honestly, want that, please Lindsay? do that for me. Yes, please. Do you own Find the rights? Me a podcasting co-host. Do you own the rights to the Office podcast that you have? Like, can you do I it without I your probably, I mean, I probably could. I don't know if I feel. I feel like that's somewhat spiteful. Uh, there are three seasons of the Office podcast. I had that search engine optimized name. Mm -hmm. uh, if anybody is interested, but for now, unfortunately, it is dead. Is that what am... you would like to keep podcasting about? Or is there a different feel that you would like to get involved with? Honestly, I, it doesn't really matter to me. The Office was a thing that we were both able to talk mm -hmm. about really confidently. So that was kind of why we picked because that. But Lindsay was a, you know, a, an, an original, I, I don't know what time you came in, but she was with us through the Seinfeld recap yes. podcast. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. famously did not come to the finale, but we had her on the line. <laughs> famously. Yeah. Uh, you know, Akiva likes to call people in a room full of uh, attendees. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That That's was the original thing. That's thing. Like, hey, I know you good guys bit, are all though. here. Let me go call somebody on the phone. That was a yes. good bit. During the, for people who don't know what we're talking about, the, during the Seinfeld finale, I thought it'd be funny if we called like our diehard listeners who weren't there. I mean, the audio didn't really work, but it was a funny bit to do once for Louise from Australia. <laughs> I guess so. All right. Yes. Well, Akiva, any traction for Find Lindsay, a new podcast co-host? Yeah, absolutely. We could have a whole episode like that and people could come on an audition. I'm, I'm up for that. If, if three or more people volunteer, we'll put it right on the wheel if you want. Yeah. And it's not an official like uh, RENAP or RHAP podcast. Uh, you guys go off and you do you podcast about whatever you want. We're just going to find a podcast co-host yeah, for Lindsay. And we'll just take 10%. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm proud. They're getting hundreds of thousands of downloads because the office ladies. Mm -hmm. We we should do the opposite of what Lindsay did. We should like swoop in when there's a popular podcast with like a very similar topic and just get their leftovers. Like what? <laughs> like give me an example. Uh, well, give me the what's the next podcast that's going to be big? So like let's say let's say uh, David Simon does like a really popular The Wire podcast. Mm -hmm. So we could just be like the wire buddies and we'll 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 get like 10% of their listeners will still be enough. So we're looking for the next uh, recap podcast. It doesn't do recap. Talent. It could be about anything. It could be, you know, a, a true crime thing. It could be anything that's popping that week. And we'll okay. we'll just uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. You know, we'll do a Conan rewatch podcast or something. I don't know. And so we're just coming Brilliant. in and then making a similarly named podcast. And then we're yeah, doing just jumping on the SEO, week? basically. Yeah. Well, every week if we're getting hundreds of thousands of downloads. <laughs> okay. Like Lindsay was, apparently. <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, uh, this is a podcast that is, uh, the you know, exactly sounds like what you're looking for. This is it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm all in. This is a great idea. <laughs> great idea. All right. Uh, Lindsay, will you stick around for the mailbag? Of course. I okay. think I've demonstrated I have nothing else going on. <laughs> 
right. All right. Uh, let's get into our mailbag. But first, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at betonline.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge, where $5,000 is going to go to the winner of the Podcast One Sportsnet Challenge. Of course, uh, it's the wild card weekend uh, NFL playoffs have arrived wild card weekend every play every possession is on the line and college football bowl games continue with some of the annual biggest classic games taking place on uh, this week so visit our good friends and exclusive partner at podcast one betonline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and make sure you use that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus uh, we uh, have uh, so much going on uh, this weekend AFC and NFC wild card uh, weekend coming up here. And then, of course, uh, the college football bowl games, the Outback Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, uh, the, the, it was Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Visit betonline.ag. Don't forget that promo code podcast one for your 50% sign up bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay. All right. Let's get into our mailbag. Uncle Kiwi. Yes. Where do you want to start this week? All right. Do you want to start with... Let's start with the... Um, Actually, can we, we just sa- really uh, touch on uh, that we uh, didn't touch at all on our CSI, or sorry, Criminal Mind Season 4, Episode 8 recap? Yeah. Well, that it's, a, it's actually a good thing that you're bringing that up, because we sent out this week a survey to our listeners of every single uh, episode we've done, asking them to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. And I have here in front of me the data. Would we like to? Would you like to play around with the data for sure? A few minutes was that the lowest you know? rated episode that we ever did? Um, so out of from one to sixty four, and we're going to focus on the good stuff rather than okay. the bad stuff because I feel bad. Some you know, sometimes we had guests come on the podcast, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't want to say like, hey, your episode was number thirty seven <laughs> out of sixty four. So most of <laughs> we're not going to reveal the full rankings. I don't think so. I was asked okay. not to by many people. By All many right. people. By honestly. many people. Yes. Um. But would you like to guess where, from 1 to 64, the last week's episode, Criminal Minds, Robin Kiva Solve Another Murder? 62. No, it wasn't that bad. I didn't think... Look, I personally enjoyed it very much. Yeah, we had a fun time bantering. I'm wondering maybe if it was people just listening to that episode and like, eh. Lindsay, you want to guess? 41. Yeah, it was uh, 51. So in between you guys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I guess we have to have a guest every week. Yeah. (laughs) People did uh, yeah, not I mean, the, like us just talking about a Criminal Minds episode. Yeah. Well, also Criminal you know, sometimes it's just the Criminal Minds, uh, uh, you know, maybe didn't really excite people. Would you like to guess, Rob, what is on the Mount Renatmore of hmm. our podcast, the four most popular podcasts, according to our listeners? Are we there yet? Any other interesting tidbits from before we get to Mount Renatmore? Oh, do you want to do what? What else do you want well, to know? I feel, me, I feel, feel okay. Are, I feel are like you the, start from there. The the Mount Renatmore because the way that the survey was that was you know ranked from one to ten each episode, mm-hmm. and then also there was which are the four episodes that should be on Mount Renatmore. Yes. Do the core is there a correlation between the highest rated episodes and the ones that were selected for Mount Renatmore? Uh, three are on both, and then there's uh, one that's in the top four, but did not come close to Mount Renatmore. Interesting. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, when I tell you what it is, it'll make sense. Okay. Well, let's have you guys both guess 
what our four most popular episodes are, according to our listeners. By the way, Randy Newpol did this all himself. Yeah. I think we had 500, 527 people fill out this ridiculously long form for us. Okay. I don't know if it's fair necessarily to put Lindsay on the spot like this. To... <laughs> I mean, I did rank them myself. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Go for it then. <laughs> okay. Uh, Conspirapod. Conspirapod. I, I, okay. I, I wouldn't... I probably... Uh, uh, even though I, I personally think may, it should be there, I did this exercise myself. I'm not sure <laughs> if Conspirapod. I feel like it could have been ranked very highly, but maybe wasn't on the Mount Renatmore. Mm-hmm. What right. are your other ones, Lindsay? Master Napper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Robin Akiva, name a baby. Mm-hmm. And then and what's maybe the like one? maybe Royal Rumble. Okay. And Rob, do you have do you have any differences there? Uh, so I think Royal Rumble and Mass Renapper are there. Uh, I think I had Game Night in my own personal uh, ballot, mm-hmm. and um, maybe the live show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are all good guesses. Nobody missed that badly. Um, you were right. Conspirapod is the number three episode, uh, both on Mount Renatmore and overall eight point nine three out of ten. Wow. Very high. Yeah, it's, it's, this is like IMDb scoring, where like a seven is very good, a six is pretty good, you know, a nine is an eight are like Oscar worthy, award winning, mm-hmm. uh, and the scores went all the way down to three point five nine. Although only three episodes got less than a five. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, Master Napper and Royal Rumble were the top two. They duked it out the whole time, yeah. and uh, Master Napper had an even score of nine out of ten, just nicked uh, the Royal Rumble for the number one episode of all time. Although the Royal Rumble. Uh, Easily got it was number one in Mount Renatmore with mm-hmm. the majority of listeners voting it into the uh, top four episodes. Okay, so Conspirapod was three. Does anybody want to guess what the fourth episode was? It has not been named yet. Hmm, not been named yet. Uh, hot takeoff. No, that's a good guess. That's right, just outside the top ten. The hot takeoff. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. liked Millennials Killed It. That was on my list. Uh, Dr. Amanda's uh, Melinda's killed it. That was uh, it did well, but it is not in the top four. Uh, it was actually and this is the one that did not come close to making Mount Renatmore. Conspirapod 2 also made the, the oh, Mount wow. Rushmore. OK, and I think a lot of people like how would they remember which one was which, honestly. So it was yeah, like it was in the top four in ratings, but not in. Uh, yeah, the- it got th- every single person decided to put Conspirapod 1 on their. Mount Rushmore, yeah. Mount Renatmore, but not Conspiracy Pod 2. 233 and then 31, which is less than a lot of like mid-tier episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's tough for the sequel to be yeah. more critically acclaimed than the original. Yeah. And uh, so the fourth on Mount Renatmore is the Argon Trail, which was the fifth most popular episode. Okay. There you, nice. there you go. Akiva, did you fill out your own ballot? Sure. I oh. absolutely did. Okay. Yes. What was the lowest rating that you handed out? Did you hand out any ones? I don't know. I don't think I went lower than three. I also didn't give out a lot of tens, but I, I think I don't think I got lower than three. Do you want to guess what the worst episodes were, Rob? <laughs> the bottom three? <laughs> hmm. Um, trying to separate my personal yeah. worst from what you got to think like a listener. Said. Yeah. Because I know what ones I rated the lowest. Um, I, I feel like that uh, music videos. Yep. 
Uh, some of these were were sort of like fate of company. Like we talk about how bad they are for a year. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they could recover from that. So yeah, music videos, but was by far the lowest ranked episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three point five nine. Four people have it on their Mount Rushmore, which I assume are four trolls or four people. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they loved it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the uh, this week in Robin Akiva. No, that did fine. Oh. <laughs> Considering we we railed on it, yeah, Jordan Kalish, his episode did totally. It wasn't like up there with the winners, but mm-hmm. it was you know. It, it, so what just, else? You know, what else was it? Uh, final four minutes of four oh, movies yeah, did unbelievably poorly. <laughs> yeah, I told Shut Up Tim. I said you had the number one episode, and other than music videos, which we started you know yeah. two weeks in, the number the worst, the best, and worst episode both came from the mind of Shut Up Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, top ten or trash. We just had no plan that week. That was mm-hmm. the fourth episode. Uh, bad, we're, we're lucky after. Um, after Madden music videos and tenor trash, we're lucky we made it to a fifth episode. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we both like the Madden, but the 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 listeners put the Madden really near the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, only one guest episode in the bottom twelve, so it was mostly early episodes with just me and you. Okay, in the bottom twelve. Yeah. Um, no season three episode seven made the top half. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, no Matt Gagan s- said that we should make the whole podcast season three episode seven. It was the best yeah. idea. Matt, well, Matt Gagan, famously, he's a saboteur for this podcast. He, you know, he put Boy Meets World on in the fishbowl, which nobody wants other than the people who voted for it. By the way, I, I'm the final vote actually won season three, episode seven came in 32nd, which is technically top half. Do you want to guess what it is? The um, number one season three, episode seven. Dinosaurs. Out of, uh, that's actually that's a very good guess. That's number two. Mm. What is it? Uh, Perfect Strangers, our oh, first okay, ever episode. First episode. Okay. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, people like that. It got a lot of uh, Mount Rushmore votes. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we have a lot of episodes that are in the trash universe. Do you want to guess what the best are trash episode is? I'll give you. I'll give you the options. Okay. Yeah. Give me the options. Kids shows are trash. Okay. Canadian TV shows are trash. Okay. Your tweets are trash. Tenor trash, which you already says near the bottom. Mm-hmm. Your problems are trash. Uh, TLC shows are trash. Nine Day Fiance. And MTV dating shows are trash. Uh, I think it's either. Uh, I think it's probably uh, TLC shows are trash. I think was the highest I thought, rated. I thought uh, that's would have been my guess too, and that did very well. But uh, MTV dating shows are trash with Ali Lasher. Oh, People love the next and the uh, and um, we'll date my mom or whatever the other show we we, we did were that did very well. Okay. Um. Yeah. Other other takeaways. Uh, Robin Akiva name a baby finished ninth, which uh, is pretty good, I guess. Yeah, they're they're at fourteenth. Yeah, the live episode finished way down at twelfth. Mm-hmm. Again, I think the people who are there love it, but uh, you know, I don't know. Live people are are generally anti live podcasts. Uh, there was a tie for sixth place between the TV theme songs tournament, which, in my opinion, is and not even my opinion, it's a fact. By far the most feedback we've ever gotten. Yes. If I would if I would go pee and come back, I would have the hundred plus messages on Twitter. I mean, we got thousands of of <laughs> tweets that week by far the most of any podcast i've ever done not even close okay and uh the census did incredibly well tied for sixth place wow okay taylor cotter people want more taylor cotter game night uh uh you know an instant classic the only one in the 60s up here did uh was eighth the stand tournament people like the stand tournament top 10 mm-hmm. uh brand steel at 13 yeah. yeah any other questions you guys have anything else you're well, you're curious I'd like about. to know, do you have any takeaways looking at yes. the information? Yes. 
So as I said, the top half, no season three, episode seven, other than the the pilot episode of the show did a, although I don't know, maybe the original ones we did were the pilots, like mm-hmm. episode zero and negative one, um, were, did well. I don't think that means we should stop doing season three, episode seven. I mean, you could argue maybe we should do less of them, but like, I just think it's that sort of like comfort food, but it's not going to be anybody's favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it, like, they didn't get demolished. They weren't at the bottom. I will say the crappy movie diapers did very poorly. Okay. Very poorly. Lindsay. Le- Leprechaun did well. Everything else. The Fanatic is in the bottom 10. We love Ooh. doing the Fanatic. Okay. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. Do you think, is it should we revisit that season three, episode seven gets another spot every week? The crappy movie diaper has two spots. Should they stay on the wheel, but then not be treated as things that are get preferential treatment on the wheel? That's how I feel. I think there are times where you're up to like eight spots for season three, episode seven, and I always kind of wonder why because I don't feel but like that they're means the ones it hasn't you guys come are the most excited while, about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also feel like they're not the ones you guys are most excited about, and they're probably not the ones we're most excited about. Hmm. But like you said, they're they're easy to do, so maybe that's a nice little palate cleanser for you guys too. Yeah. What do you think, Uncle Kiwi? I What if it ends at like two spots or something? What if it can't get bigger than two? Like it goes zero, one, two, and that's it. I don't know. I also like we don't have a constitution, but I, the, the one thing I was thinking, Rob, was like, what if when we have an argument like this instead, because people want like, hey, we want Supreme Court and have like nine, you know, diehard listeners vote. What if we just put these things to a poll and let the listeners decide? Mm, you trust Twitter that people that aren't even listening to the podcast answer? This? Yeah, that is tricky. I, the one thing I always think with with polls like this is when you retweet when I do something like this, it does change. I think that right, I won't retweet it. No, I like when you retweet it, but I was thinking because we went from like 50 to 250 when you retweeted this like immediately or something, Randy said. And I was like, oh, maybe there's uh maybe there's uh like a Renat Poles Twitter or something like that. I don't know. But something where it's like just for the diehards to 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 fill it, you know, to have their say. But maybe the people who don't even listen or stop listening or who would stop listening. Okay. But you know what I mean? All right. So how many season three, episode sevens are we at right now? We're at two spots on the wheel right now. And then uh, it'll be up to three. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think we're open to revisiting that based on the information. Yeah. I mean, they did okay. Like all the Jersey shore and threes come like they were all in the middle. They weren't like absolutely slaughtered. And mm-hmm. also like we have a lot of top heavy episodes. Like, they're not going to beat the Star Wars or the Brand Steel or the Rehaps or like yeah. stuff that we put a ton of work into. It doesn't make sense for those episodes to be better. It would be we would be doing a bad job if, you know, season three, episode sevens were beating the stuff that like we have like four guests come on and prepare and whatever. Right. And the official worst podcast is is what? Music videos? Music videos is the worst. Final four uh, and top ten or trash are there. The Seinfeld episode was very unpopular when we did it. Mm hmm. Uh, it, there is a little bit of recency bias uh, in conjunction with the fact that I think we got better after the first 10, 12 episodes. Okay. All right. There you go. So are we ready to talk about new ideas? Yes. Let's talk about some new ideas. See what else we could put on the wheel Should that is not a season three episode with seven. Lindsay? Lindsay, you're here. Please. Do you have any ideas for either oral histories or other <laughs> ideas you would like to see on the wheel? Um, I guess a couple of thoughts, maybe. Um, I was really into it when you guys were talking about the potentially doing the season three, episode seven of The Simpsons and then comparing it to like season 30, episode seven. I thought that was a really good idea, uh, especially because you have Mike Bloom, who could probably do something wonderful with that. Okay. I'm personally someone like I feel like I could recite 
season three, episode seven verbatim, but I have not watched anything after season 15. Lindsay. So I feel like that could be a cool comparison. Could this be the subject of your brand new recap podcast with the Simpsons episodes available on Disney Plus? That's a pretty good idea, actually. <laughs> Can you get... No, yeah. we're stealing it. Simpsons podcast. <laughs> Yeah, the Simpsons podcast. Yeah, you got to keep that brand up. <laughs> All right, Akiva, what do you think of this? Uh, Simpsons then and now is it in this? Is it in the fishbowl or I know there's no room in the fishbowl. Yeah, I think we could put it. I mean, there's no room now, but eventually something will will make room. Uh, so we're watching season three, episode seven of the, of the Simpsons and season thirty, and we're comparing them. Mm-hmm. If that's just a fishbowl episode, I say absolutely. It gets the next fishbowl spot, slot whenever that's available, which might be in an hour. Okay. You know? All right. Unfortunately, I, neither you or myself are <laughs> completely up to date on the rules of this podcast. No. So uh, <laughs> we will have to defer to the people that are in charge of this stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think, I, I think that's actually a fun idea. <laughs> To do okay. to, to compare because the, the by the way I watched one modern episode of The Simpsons like two years ago and it was abysmal unwatchable mm-hmm. unwatchable so it's crazy now. it's crazy like those the early seasons are, are like peak TV they're so good and now they're so bad imagine okay. if The Sopranos was still on the air only was on after like FBI and SWAT on CBS and that's basically what you're getting <laughs> okay uh, Simpsons season thirty episode seven is working mom that's W E R K I N G with some help from Julio Marge pretends to be a drag queen in order to successfully sell Tupperware meanwhile Lisa feels good after returning a hidden box that belonged to Jasper when he was a child so she does little things to try to make people happy hmm. Okay, so powerful uh, guest stars: uh, Raja Gemini as herself, RuPaul as uh, Queen Shantae, and Scott Thompson as Grady. All right. Hmm. The only problem with the season three, episode seven, I'm just looking now. I see it's one of the Halloween episodes, the Treehouse of Horror. So you'd be looking at like three little segments rather than a. Oh yeah, that's a little tricky. I think we did mention that in an early episode when people. Okay, all right. Well, let's let's see what Mike Bloom and what the powers that be have to say about this. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mike Bloom is. Oh yeah, because he's the Simpsons guy. Yeah, I thought he was the powers that be. I was like, well, when did he become the? (laughs) He's very powerful. I'm just volunteering him for this. Okay, Lindsay. What else? Um, I don't I don't have any great ideas. I feel like one of the things that was suggested to me by my roommate after I forced him to listen to the oral history was he had said, like, you could do some kind of adulting decathlon for Akiva where he has to do all these things he can't do, uh, do some kind of training exercise in all of the things that he has said that he can't do, like learning to use the stove and the stuff. Dishes. Maybe you could get your mm. wife involved. I know how to do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, nobody tell my wife this podcast exists. Oh man. This is like this is like exhibit A for any, you know, any attorneys out there. Oh my goodness. Um imagine playing this Renap in court. Uh boy. Maybe we should delete this. Ah, okay, this is never being released. Um oh, can I can I pitch some uh listener ideas that came in this week, Rob? Okay, I was gonna just pitch you on uh one idea that I Yeah, had. sure, please. Um I mean I don't know if it's too soon to go back to the oral histories, but I thought had an idea for uh the oral history of the breakup of the office podcast. <laughs> no, I don't know. I could do we that don't... myself and then I control the narrative. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what the other side of that is. I don't know. Well, it's we have tricky. to do a lot of interviews. Yeah. Whose side are you on here, Akiva? I just <laughs> I'm on your side. No, I'm just you. saying. I didn't know if you wanted to 
get in there. I, it sounds like this might have been a relationship. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> knock down doors that shouldn't be knocked down. I don't know. <laughs> it was not, but nonetheless, okay. still okay. not ideal. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, pitch if you have any good the uh, oral history documentary ideas for for Lindsay, then send them her way. Okay. Yeah. All right, Rob. I got. I have a, a, a interesting episode idea from a listener. This, to this today is sixty five, right? This is episode so, sixty five. So this would be a timed idea that could only come on the wheel four weeks from now. Okay, go on. And the listener says, uh, by the way, about four people sent in similar submissions, but this okay. is from a yeah, particular yeah, listener. Yep, yep. He says episode sixty nine should feature Doctor Mike. Listeners submit their not safe for work questions or issues. It's a perfect form for Dr. Mike. He can answer questions, go on as many tangents as he wants without having to be roped into any survivor talk. It comes on the wheel in an, in an enlarged but not exploding spot at the end of January. It could only be picked for episode 69. Hmm. So th- this is what, like 100 spots on the wheel for Dr. No, Mike? No, I think it's 69 spots on the wheel. 69 spots on the wheel for Dr. Mike. And yeah. then it's just like Dr. Mike AMA. No, I think, uh, you know, we could pretend to be the experts and correct them. For people who don't know Dr. Mike, Dr. Well, Mike... What are we pretending to be the experts in? I don't know. NSFW questions? Who are we pretending uh, <laughs> to? Dr. Mike? No, I'm not literally pretending. I'm just saying, like, we could talk, too. We just have no expertise in who oh, does. Oh, okay. Um, Dr. Mike, for people who don't know, is a Florida urologist <laughs> uh, who is on Survivor. Yeah. He's a character. He likes answering questions like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. His his hobbies are like FaceTiming while, <laughs> while you know, I don't know. Like, uh, But yeah, he's a character and uh, it would be funny. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm up for it the the listeners are up for this you think Akiva? oh yeah we'll get we'll get hundreds of questions people will ask questions about this Lindsay, i feel like if you get you get dr mike on board for this and then you tell him like sorry it didn't come up we're not doing it he's gonna be so <laughs> upset <laughs> well it would have 69 spots on the wheel it would be very hard for it not to come up the thing is if it so doesn't come up here, we can call dr mike and and ask him for help you know, I I wonder if Do- if Doctor Mike is up for it. I'm I'm up for it too. I, I just wonder if Doctor Mike is going to say like, uh, "Hey, I don't want to be on Robin Akiva Need a podcast. I want to be on Survivor Know It Alls. Uh, that why are you booking me for <laughs> mm-hmm. this? Yeah, tell him it's tell him Robin Akiva is the third most popular podcast on RHP according to the patron group. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, listen, he's not on, because Steven's a know-it-all. Tell him mm-hmm. we're crushing it. Have him listen to this episode. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I get it. This is this is where the bread's being buttered right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, if Dr. Mike is up for it, uh, I'm up for it, too. Okay. But we, I just am saying that I don't think we can guarantee my, Dr. Mike is going to be, you know, uh, sight unseen. Oh, Robin Akiva need a podcast? Listen. I'm in. All right. Well, well, that's how listen, he if he says no, podcast. he says no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got to get him the to be on this pitch. week in Survivor history. So, oh, I think come on. <laughs> I think that Jordan Kalish is somehow uh, has either a mutual friend or somehow related to him. Hey, Jordan, then get us, Doctor Mike, buddy. <laughs> Might have been a favor. Okay. Okay. Can you call in another favor, Doctor Mike? Um, how about this? This is from our friend Fitzy, and he says, mm-hmm. uh, this, his idea is uh, it's basically failed primetime episodes and he wants us to play a game where someone would come on and would pitch us the not pitch us but they would say like hey there's a show called uh you know trampled it was on fox at 8 30 four years ago here's the here's the premise 
and or, or alternatively, we would be guessing the premise, and um, they would uh, we'd have to guess if it's a real show or a fake show. So this okay. could be like a game night segment, also. Like, is this a real? Because we don't yeah. know what's going on in the major networks. It's a wild ghost land at this point on on some of these, you know, NBC, ABC, CBS. I we say, have no idea what's going on. Put it in uh, the queue for game night. I, okay. I don't know if it's its own episode. Yeah, but I like the idea of us guessing if some show on ABC is real or fake. Yes, was that re- was that real or fake? And uh, I, I like that because then if we have to guess what it is, and are we close enough? Like, how do you say yes or no? But mm-hmm. there was did this show exist? I think it should be a game for game night. Okay, I like what do you it. think, Lindsay? I feel like I wouldn't even be able to do it with shows that are actually currently on TV. Like, is this a real show? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think so. Uh, That's good. Yeah, here here's another game. Maybe this is for game night. It's called Bidding War. Somebody comes up with a list of categories. Let's say movies starring Julie Robert or types of cities that start with S, whatever. And then we start bidding against each other to see how many we could name until someone taps out. The other person has to do it. Okay. okay? You want to try right. that now? Let's try sure, that now. Let's try that us. now. It's a little like okay. a name that tune. Yeah, cities reverse. that start with uh, Lindsay Wilson. Pick a letter, please. R. R. All right, I could do uh, three cities that start with R. Anybody can? Can anybody top that? I don't really love geography. I, like I picked a terrible yeah. letter. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to win if you guys let me do three that start with R. All right. Should I just name three cities that start with R and I win this round? Sure. Yeah, I think you're going to win. You can't round. do four. <laughs> it could be any city in the world. I think no. All right, uh, Roanoke, Virginia. Raleigh, North Carolina, Roslyn, New York. I feel like there's a lot of Richmond, Virginia. There's a lot of R's. I don't know. I think cities is uh, too vague of like mm-hmm. that you could, you know, you think you Roslyn could say, like, doesn't oh, count? The city that's next. Yeah, to, I guess uh, Roslyn's a town. The city that's next to my house. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> whatever. Round Rock, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I think you took a fun idea and brought in geography and then. <laughs> well, it could be you movies. It. it could be anything. Yeah. Be like food. Rob, how many? How about uh, let's try one for you. Okay. How many foods that start with A do you think you could name, Rob? I could name five foods that start with A. All right. I could do six. If you say seven, I'll let you name seven. A okay. I, I, could do, I think I could do All right. seven. All right. Do seven A foods, Rob. Okay. Asparagus. Mm-hmm. A- apple. Yep. But an appetizer, does that count? Or does it have to be uh, a specific food? I think it's got to be a little more specific than that. <laughs> gotta be so. a little more specific food. Seems cheap. Um, let's see. Um, hmm. A foods. Uh, aioli. Is that, is that? Yeah, I'll count that. Okay. That's three. But this is not fun. No, uh, <laughs> this yeah. is not going on the wheel. <laughs> so, um, no, that's why we play them out now. See hero. if it's fun or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, if I guess I have to have like what, like ten seconds to do it or or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's not fun. All right. Um. Yeah, a couple things I'm going to put on my uh, Twitter this week. Uh, ideas for Antonio's Conspirapod three, so you could fill those out. Great. I'm also I'm also going to put on uh, this week two truths and a lie. Fill out if you want to participate in two truths and a lie. Anessa. Uh, listener, uh, listener, Anessa is going to be manning that, and yeah, she Will from America that. said, "Hey, you guys already rejected that idea, but we didn't think of having a producer." 
Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say I'll do. It. I mean, Will for America does plenty of work for this podcast, but there's been 20 times we've said no to an idea. And then 10 weeks later, we have a different spin on it. We're even the same spin, but we like it. I don't know. We're moody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that happens all the time. Sometimes the so, ideas evolve. Yeah, that's true. Or we evolve as people, Rob. It's 2020 <laughs> right. now. Right. Would you uh, enjoy it if someone asked you to play that game? Like if you were doing some kind of icebreaker activity and someone was like, we're doing two truths and a lie. Would that make you happy or are you not into that? Am I at a sleepover podcast? Yes, exactly. Should we save that for the sleepover podcast? No, we should play <laughs> name seven foods that start with A. <laughs> I, well, that, was, that was what I was trying to do and people were not buying it. I don't know. I was asking interesting questions. I have no idea why everyone was just shutting me down. We don't need to relitigate the sleepover <laughs> podcast. but uh, I, Those I questions came up for everyone. That, I think that there should have been conversations, not just a list of questions of, you know, uh, in uh, what, what's what's the key to a healthy relationship? Yeah, not that I would know the answer to that. <laughs> what's the what's what's the uh, best candy? Yeah. What is the best candy, guys? I say Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Of course. Okay. Obviously, yeah, I'm famously easy. a Twisters guy. But Twizzlers, I, I like. Yeah. I like those. Right. Like the white peanut butter cups. My kids have been eating those. No. 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 That's garbage. Oh, I like those better. <laughs> well, I don't like chocolate, so to me that that works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it's better than just plain white chocolate. Hmm. Yeah. Most things are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, do you like white chocolate or dark chocolate better? Dark chocolate. Dark no, that's chocolate. insane. That's 100%. a horrible take. Uh, save that for the hot take. So your take is I like white chocolate better than... Uh, That's the hot take. <laughs> I would rather... Uh, dark chocolate is the worst food known to person kind. It's a superfood. It literally is yeah. a superfood. Oh, what are the other superfoods? Berries? Are you a big berry guy? Oh, acai. <laughs> yeah, There's please. There's number three. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you say apricots? Apricots, no, however no, people pronounce it. All right, that's up there. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite food, artichokes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You said, That's another you said asparagus. Mm-hmm. I love artichokes. We've been having them since I was a little kid. I love artichokes. Mm-hmm. Alfalfa sprouts, or is that a food? I've heard of it. Uh, I think <laughs> barely it's a food. It's barely a food. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, American salami. You forgot about that oh, one, yes, Rob. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, I think we could spin the wheel. I think we could get people out of here like as okay. fast as possible. <laughs> Eddie, here's the thing: the first 45 minutes were so good. There's nothing else we yeah, could do that's really uh, I know. Okay. worthy. All right, uh, let's talk about what's on the wheel. Actually, should we check to see if there's any voicemails or if we're? Uh, let's see. Okay, any any new voicemails? No, I think people. Uh, maybe the voicemail was a fad. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It was also the holidays this week. All right. Let's go ahead and get to the wheel and talk about what is currently available for us to select from. All right. Uh, Season 3, Episode 7 is now uh, still getting an extra spot. It's up to three spots on the wheel right now. So Mm -hmm. uh, we got to move that up. Oh, Akiva, I have a big update for you since last week's episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about the who won the year. From from yes. last year, yeah, we were talking about PWB. Uh, yeah, but we didn't know who it was. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't know who it was. I so, figured out who it was after. Yeah, yes, but no, tell the we, listeners. We figured it out on on the on the podcast. Uh, okay, but uh, so PWB star of uh, Fleabag. I've I've watched season one of Fleabag. 
Yeah, and did she win the year? Now that was a different well, year. Well, I, I think that season one was from 2016. I haven't watched season yeah. two yet. Mm-hmm. Was did it e- PWB win it though? Is she a winner? It was very good, very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, really, you gonna watch season two? Yeah, I'll watch season two because I, th- I think it's it. I don't think they're gonna make season three, episode seven. For and it's only six episode seasons, and the episodes are like twenty five minutes. So, uh, okay. but it's basically a YouTube series. Oh, all right. That was that was uh, very very easy to watch. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, coin flip. Coin flip is on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, crappy movie diaper has two spots. Uh, Mount Rushmore is on the wheel. Mm-hmm. The no, Crappy Movie Diaper has one spot. It's 2020. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, then <laughs> People's Choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Third Wheel t- uh, Tournament. Mm-hmm. Wheel or No Wheel. Yep. Robin Akiva are smarter than a sixth grader. Yeah. Uh, cats. Does that No, have I think that's nice? gone. That's, is that no, gone? I th- I Lindsay. Think, I think it's gone. Lindsay, cats should be off the wheel? Yeah, I guess so. I really wanted to hear you guys talk about it, though. Well, but I feel like people wanted to hear us talk about why is it off the wheel? So let's leave yeah. it on the wheel. I don't think you keep getting nine spots. It's absurd. It's absurd. No. Like, I do think the cat's moment has come and gone. But if you want to do cats over? next week. Let's keep it on the wheel this week. And if it doesn't come up, it doesn't come up. We did say that last week, but whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what do you want? I have no problem doing it next week. We can talk about cats. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's so incomprehensible. We're not even going to know what's going on. We're not even going to enjoy it. Okay. You want to give it two spots instead of nine? All right, fine. Give it two spots now. Watch it miss two weeks in a row with nine and then nail it with two. Okay. All right. This is gonna, I think this is going to be controversy. No, it's fine. Two spots is reasonable. Okay. Enjoy the view. We uh, workshopped that last week. That's on the wheel. Yeah, we have to come up. I think it's like the view review maybe is a better name. The view, view review. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but Lindsay, that's you have a thought on that? It was funny, actually. Uh, when I heard you guys suggest this idea, I was on a plane and the woman next to me was watching The View. It was very weird. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, did like, you, did you like, nudge her and say, hey, lady, you ever hear of a podcast? <laughs> yeah, you're going to love it in a few weeks if it ever comes up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rob, do you need a verdict? Yep. Manda Rinowitz. Okay. Rob, do you need a catchphrase? Absolutely. And Rob and Akiva give listeners nicknames. I'll say uh, listener nicknames put to zero. It's just not ready yet. Not ready yet. I don't have like the forms. I have the forms for a catchphrase ready to go. I feel like that the podcast is, hey, we're giving people nicknames. And then people are they say, calling hey, I in though? I thought we I thought I thought the idea was like people are going to call in, but also people are going to like write in. Oh, believe it on. I don't care. We'll figure out what Lindsay, it is. After. What do you think about this? I figured people were going to call in. Is that not what the plan is? Yeah. Okay. That if it's call in, then it could stay on for sure. <laughs> okay. That seems pretty easy to accomplish. Yeah, I kind of feel like that it comes up and then it's a tweet like two days later, like, "Hey, do you need a nickname? Uh, let us know, and we'll give okay, you a nickname fine. on this week's episode." But okay, fine. Uh, I think that the issue was that if we had people on the phone when we say, "Okay, you're uh, SpongeBob Matt," like, "Whoa, whoa I, I don't want that." <laughs> uh, like, uh, sorry. Like, uh, I feel like if they just say what they should be, okay. uh, I don't know. Or maybe they were going to call in and it has to, there's no pushback. Yeah, no pushback. It's what we say is final. If They don't have to call in, but if they're calling in, it's up to us. Or they could leave yeah, a message. If they don't call in, then they're just stuck with mm-hmm. it. I think that's Yeah, they could leave a message good. if they're not available. Okay, we'll, we'll work out the logistics about that if it, if it comes up. Okay. Okay. All right. A- anything else, Wienicker? Uh Yeah, I'm sad that Sleepover Podcast off the wheel. Um, you know, I knew I, she, I, she, Lindsay sent it out to, uh, Allie Lasher and Tom Bud's, uh, person, Aisha and 
uh, Eric Raskin, who's done oral histories for Grantland and HBO. Yes. And and when and I, I was expecting like a lot of notes. I'm like, give notes. Don't give them specifically to me because I um, I we were Rob and I were totally unspoiled until today. We mm-hmm. had no we had no idea what was going to be on this episode. But I said, like, if it's awful, you have to tell me like if it sucks and like we totally need to change it. And then the, all three of them is like, no, just air it right now. Like, it's totally ready. And I was shocked. Not that I didn't think it would be good, but like there was not one note from three people. It was crazy. So I can't believe uh, what a good job. Lindsay Incredible did. job. Incredible job. Thank you. Uh, I thought it was never going to come up. So I'm very excited that it did. <laughs> well, once upon a time that we set a date for the Robin Akiva get roasted. Uh, I thought you'd forget. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that <laughs> happening? So here's the deal. I think the date was the 15th. Was Wednesday the 15th? I thought it was the 17th. We originally said the 17th, but then oh, we realized it was a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think the roast happened <laughs> today, and I feel like I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I feel like maybe uh, it's closer to the everybody summer. Everybody used all their good material. I do think so. <laughs> Can I really get hit this hard twice in a month? I don't think so. We'll, we'll definitely do a roast, but I think it's TBD. Did this open up old wounds for you, Akiva? No, I'm fine. I'm I'm having the time of my life. Listen, I don't go to work every day. Do you know what I do? I just watch sports and movies, and and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving life. When when the severance runs out in a few months, it won't be as fun. But right now, mm-hmm. it's party time. Okay. Good. So I think that you made people very concerned when you talked about on a recent episode how yeah, 2019 I got a lot of was, the, was the worst year of your life. It was still mm-hmm. okay. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. You made me deeply concerned about airing this. People were like, wow, that was like depressing. Yeah, people reached out and were like, yeah, you suck. No, no, no. People were nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Akiva, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Hang in there. I'm in there. We're gonna have. We're gonna. 2020 is gonna be better than 2019 for us. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, what are you hoping for? Uh, I'm really a big fan of Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, so I'm hoping for a Nita verdict. Ooh. Okay. All right. Let's see what comes up for episode number 66 on the wheel. Big spin coming up and. Oh, it was so close to being cats. It was, uh, mm. again, the cats keeps losing by a whisker, but it's time to get no Facebook Jamie on the line ah. and see if Maddie is ready to take on Robin Akiva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when if Robin Akiva are smarter than a sixth grader. Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to cry. First of all, Maddie uh, came with us to Minnesota, but was not at the the uh, sleepover podcast. It was past her bedtime. She was staying uh, nearby. Mm-hmm. It was not. She did not come to the sleepover podcast. But um, I believe she was at the ice cream tournament, right? Uh, uh, I she was so. there. She was there that whole weekend. Like Maddie is a, is a buddy of ours. <laughs> but we're going to smoke her. Me and you were playing as a team and we're going to crush her and we are smarter than her. Are so you we're going to take that Maddie. Maddie might be armed with some fresh insults for you after listening to the oral history of the sleepover. That, I mean, if we lose, Maddie is, I think, like a super fan of us. I, I can't imagine she'd ever like she will talk some trash, but I don't know. I, that would be wild if Maddie's like because Maddie is clearly more competent than me. If you've listened to this podcast, but like that's fine. So are a lot of sixth graders. Mm-hmm. All right, Lindsay, uh, who who do you think is going to be the winner next week? Who's going to be victorious? And, and is it Rob and Akiva versus the sixth grader, or is it Rob? I think and, that matters. Yeah, are we working together? You had your uh, your original suggestion was yes when we when we put this on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, you wanted funnier. us to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because if okay. it's like me in first place, you in second, her in third, or you in first, me in second, her, you in, they're like, all right, fine. But we're like really working in tandem. We should have, she should probably pick who does it because you're much worse at geography, but better at a lot of things than me. Mm-hmm. So maybe like she decides who answers the questions. I'm not sure if there's a school subject that I'm better than you in. You beat me at all these Jeopardy games. You've really, you've done that's pretty not well on this school podcast. subject. Yeah. But what if, is there pop culture? I don't think there's pop culture on the wheel. We had the, <laughs> a listener who pitched it had this, had the subject. So I don't remember off the top of my head. One was geography. Okay. I think spelling was one of them. No. All right. Are you a good speller? <laughs> is, am I a good speller? Yeah, you could spell her. I think I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I think I'm not a, shut up, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a pretty good speller, but not like sensational. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay, do you have a pick who's going to win next week, Maddie or Robin Akiva? I'm going to give it to you guys, I think. Okay. All right. A vote yeah. of confidence yeah. from yeah. great Lindsay Wilson. If Maddie loses, does she have to watch these? No, she probably can't watch Scum. It's probably like 18 Scum, plus or something. Yeah. <laughs> She's old is there like a, Is there like a Disney Plus show we could make her watch? Hmm. But if uh, we win, we have to watch Scum. We have to think of stakes this week. Yeah, we'll find something. She has to watch like mm-hmm. 1980s Degrassi. Yeah. Do we have to like buy her a toy if she wins, maybe? Okay, maybe. But we have to buy her a toy if uh, she wins. And if she loses, she has to watch. She has to like, buy us a toy. She has to watch like the uh, 1986 World Series. Oh, that's good. Yes. We want detailed notes on Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. I have the DVDs. I have the DVDs of the 86 World Series. Which I'll never touch again. I don't even think I have something that plays DVDs, but I'll send them to her. What's wrong with you, Tim? (laughs) Someone got it as a present. Someone got me as a present, the 1986 Mets playoff DVDs. I don't think that's why she's saying what's wrong with you. (laughs) Well, that's why I have them. Okay. All right. Lindsay, where, where can we see more about what you're up to? Uh, I mean, so again, without the Office podcast, not a lot going on. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Lynn's Sites. So it's supposed to be like Lynn Sites, but uh, someone had that already. Mm-hmm. So it's L-I-N-D-S-S-I-G-H-T-S. Okay. All right. And are, are we looking for a podcast co-host or we're waiting to see if anybody writes in? Please help me find a podcast co-host. Yeah, right, I would be delighted. Write in. If there's enough people, we're gonna ma- we'll make it into an episode. We'll turn it into more content for us. Yeah. Are they pitching Lindsay on why they should be the co-host and also what the subject of the show should be? Yeah. I mean, Lindsay, you're not married to doing the Office podcast again, right? Absolutely not. Okay. But you're willing. You're you're willing to consider it, or you think it's too complicated to consider it without your old co-host? Yeah, I feel like then it gets slightly messy. But uh, all right. So we want to. Do you want it to be a TV recap, or it could be anything? I think that's kind of my strength, but it, I mean, hit me with your good your ideas. Your strength is producing oral histories for podcasts. That's your strength. <laughs> Who knew, right? I don't, you know, Lindsay, we don't know, or at least I don't know what you do for a living, but it has nothing to do with editing audio content, right? That is correct. Okay, fine. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible work. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, all right. Write in if you want to uh, co-host a podcast with... Lindsay Wilson, need a podcast at robinswebsite.com. Also, if you want to send in your ideas for the podcast. And Uncle Keevy, what's coming up on the 32 Fans podcast? I know we talk about football. We did um, we, Chester's top 10 TV shows of the year, top 10 podcasts. We have, uh, well, I think we have Dr. Jen coming on this week to oh. rank the best songs of the 90s, if we could get her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, Chester, I was, I was going to wish happy birthday to Dr. Jen last week. Chester was in, I guess, at home with her. 
And I was like, hey, bring Dr. Jenna because I want to make fun of Chester for a second. And I heard like such an audible groan when he said like Akiva has to ask you something. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not so sure she's going to come up the podcast. <laughs> like she definitely didn't know I was I heard it. It was like, oh, why am I? So <laughs> do you have a particular uh, horse in the race for the song of the 90s? Well, I know what it should be. It's not my favorite song. I don't want to spoil it now. But I, I think there's one. Do you have a guess? Like, I think there's one song that's clearly. I mean, is it your s- favorite song or is it the song no. that defined the 90s? I think probably we're looking for the song of the fine 90s, but I guess the criteria is whatever you... Lindsay, what do you think the, the song of the 90s is? Oh, geez. This is putting me on the spot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Something the Way by, by Fastball? <laughs> <laughs> Chester said Mbop by Hanson. Yeah, Closing Time is good. Chester said Mbop by Hanson shouldn't even be in the 32, the thrifty 32 final songs of the, wow. of the yeah, he thinks it's a he joke song. Into it. It's a joke like song. Like the Macarena. He thought it should be. He's like, well, we didn't put the Macarena in. Oh, the Macarena like, didn't even is make not it? the Macarena. Well, the Macarena is kind of a joke song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Look, if you're trying to figure out the song of the decade, that it's yeah. basically if Marty McFly gets in a time machine yeah. and shows up in Back to the Future 4 in mm-hmm. the 90s, what's the song that's playing at the cafe that he walks into? That's a fair way to put it. That's it. That's if it's the song of the decade. If you're trying to define the decade with the song, if it's my favorite song of the decade, then I guess it could be whatever. Yeah, Walking maybe on sunshine. Uh, <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time by Britney Spears. I think that's a little late. I, I'm, I kind of feel like it's like uh, Ice Ice Baby. <sighs> yeah, that's so early, right? Isn't that like ninety? Uh, yeah, that's not a bad one. Ice Ice Baby. I, it is on. It, it, we did discuss it. Wow, look at Rob talking music. Well, I mean, well, we don't we. <laughs> Yeah, but we don't, uh, yeah. you know, people don't like when we talk music. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's not, uh, maybe it's not exactly, uh, but it's something like that. It's something everybody has like, you know, uh, ne- neon green stuff on and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. hey, we're in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, Don't Speak by No Doubt. That would be like, a, you'd put that in the movie. It might not be the song of the 90s, but that would be like, hey, we're in the 90s. I think Closing Time is up there, but it's also tricky because like restaurants and bars play it when they close. Mm-hmm. Alanis <laughs> Morissette, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wonderwall by Oasis. Mm-hmm. Okay, save it for the podcast. There you yeah. go. So uh, <laughs> check that out. Do we want any reviews or uh, we want to uh, get out of here? Yeah, next week. Okay. Send us reviews. All right. Read them next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thank you, Lindsay Wilson and your team. Uh, I, I know you, you thanked everybody that worked with you, but a, uh, a all-star team put together this podcast. We were very lucky that you devoted your talents to this very silly project. Let's <laughs> happy to do it. Thank you for letting me uh, take this opportunity and go for it. Okay, we will be back next time with Maddie, seeing who, if we're smarter than sixth grader. Next time on Robin and Keith Need a Podcast. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check. It. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me. It's for your own protection Cause we see things that you need not see And we be places that you need not be So go with your life Look at the Roswell crap Show love to the black suit Cause that's the man in That's the man in Here come the man in black Here they come Galaxy Defenders Here come the man in black Here they come I was there that Can night. I request something <laughs> of the audience? Yes. Since, since Robert Akiva's Need a Podcast is all about live listener feedback, 
immediately. Can uh, can people rank like the the events of the weekend? How was it? Oh, that's a good question. Do you have to wait for the recap? Uh, someone to write a blog about it. That's a good question. So, you think someone's writing a blog about this? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who's going to be? Uh, all right, Claire, Claire. Okay. Rank the so. What do you want to rank the two baseball games and the two podcasts? Yeah, I saw it all. And the so. ice cream. The ice cream. Yeah, that's a podcast. This and this, in it for sure. not this. We're not including this. This is zero. No, no, you gotta include this. I want the live recap of how terrible this is. <laughs> Claire, what what was worse, uh, this podcast or when you were hit by the car? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a tight race at this point. We'll see who's <laughs> neck and neck. Yeah. 